1: I'm not on any podcasts at the moment, but I'm always open for it. So if people out there listening need a Big Dumb Idiot for your podcasting stream, I'm usually available. But then there is, uh, yeah, Arkmir Kaimenos, a tiefling bard, went to the College of Whispers. So he grew up in Waterdeep in less than ideal circumstances and has been trying to forget that ever since. (laughs)
0: That straddah, I swear every time I turn around, he's come back and saved another kingdom, and swear one of these times I'm going to kill him, make sure he stays dead.
1: Ah, so it seems like you've been having problems with a certain individual as it were.
0: Oh yes, oh, sorry, I didn't realize someone was there, otherwise I wouldn't have said that out loud. <laughs>
1: Don't worry, I tend to hear a lot of conversations I'm not meant to as a bard. You travel from here and there playing songs, and people just talk around you. You'd be amazed at the gossip you can pick up.
0: Oh, I've, I've been there to myself. I'm not a true bard, but I have played this one before.
1: Oh. Ah.
0: And I have friends who are, who help feed me in situations. It's actually what led me here heard Strad's becoming a nuisance again.
1: That would be an understatement. Um, but I am terribly sorry. I'm Archmyr, uh, Kaimanos. Should introduce myself before getting too far into the conversation.
0: My name is Estrellaeok. It's a pleasure to meet you.
1: All the same to you. So tell me, you've run into Strad before, have you?
0: Unfortunately, yes. He has a nasty habit of causing quite a bit of trouble and it's one of my jobs is keeping an eye on trouble and making sure trouble doesn't lead into you know death, war, the end of the world that kind of stuff
1: interesting a few um, I'll say friends of mine have been dealing with that devil for a few weeks now, interesting to hear that he's causing problems for others
0: He's a tough bastard to get rid of every time you kill him. A couple years later, he pops right back up. But how did you get involved with him?
1: Uh, Not through any want of our own. Uh, Traveling through, I'm sure you've met the Vistani folk. And I've grown quite accustomed to traveling with them. We have similar outlooks, as it were, and they don't seem to care too much. i'm a tiefling
0: very pleasant folk to deal with i travel with them from time to time but it's been a while
1: yes so you'll know why i enjoy their company so much lots of music and celebration Um, however uh, these new acquaintances of mine happened to stumble upon a vistani camp outside the mists and the lovely sir stanimir told us a story And apparently, that story tricked us into arriving in Barovia. So, we did not choose to be here, and were hoping for a way out. And I am loath to say that I think that way out is through Strahd himself.
0: So, you're saying you're brought here through some sort of magical or mystical means, and now you have only one way of escape?
1: Unfortunately, that appears to be the case.
0: It's always an annoying situation to be in.
1: It is. I don't feel. I don't like feeling stuck to uh, one particular place, especially when I didn't choose to be stuck there. So it's been quite frustrating, to say the least.
0: I can imagine. Also, as a bar, you travel often.
1: I do, and usually the places are more lively than what you'll find in Barovia.
0: It's not hard to be more lively than this place.
1: True. I believe I've had better reception at a uh, funeral, as it were.
0: I have (laughs) too. Been to some interesting funerals for some very famous heroes. There's always a lot of drinking involved in those.
1: And a lot of coin, which is the better part of it.
0: That is also true. So, how long have you been traveling? Where are you from?
1: Myself, I've been out of Waterdeep for some time, traveling with different bands and companies for, oh, I'd say about a decade now. It's where I learned how to play and how to do the tricks that I do. Um, but I've only been chasing after Strahd for a few weeks or so, maybe a month.
0: So, you what you learned in that time?
1: Oh, I've. I've learned quite a bit. Um, I've learned that, as I was saying before, it's surprisingly easy to get into places when you're a bard. People invite you in and then forget you're there. So I love picking up gossip. It's quite easy to blackmail the rich folk with some scandalous story or something of that sort.
0: I think they're so untouchable, but it's really not true.
1: You'd be amazed how many of them just... They think they can sleep with their local barmaid or servant at the house and nobody's going to catch wind of it.
0: Rich, not intelligent.
1: Exactly, which means they are easy to trick and easy to steal from. And in that time, you know, I've learned the power of music and how it can be used to influence the world in the arcane. I'm particularly fascinated by the songs and words that can influence people on a mental level. Not much of a fighter myself.
0: Understandable. Fights can be very messy. It's much more fun when you can take someone down without having to get too close.
1: Oh, yes. These coats here are made of very fine material, and blood is impossible to get out of them. Whether it's my own or somebody else's, so I try to keep hostiles away from me as much as possible. It helps to have other people standing in the way, so... You find some interesting people who are more than willing to fight in front of you, and that sort of solves things for you.
0: Very true indeed.
1: Plus, the feeling of being stabbed is just oh so uninviting. But it's the worst.
0: That is very true, my friend.
1: I've been thankful to avoid it most of my life, but a few times it has happened. You're glad you have a clerk by your side then.
0: Very glad they have this wonderful ability to make sure that you don't actually die. I've spent all my life to a few clerics myself.
1: Yes, the one I travel with currently hasn't is certainly far from the worst that I've been with. She's quite comforting to be around. The other ones are more, more proselytizing and spreading their guard as it were. Yes,
0: I've never been a big fan of those. I understand, speaking of your god, but don't force it on people.
1: Exactly. Although, thankfully, from my appearance, the horns and devilish eyes tend to keep most religious folk away. Unless they're brandishing a weapon.
0: I would hate the people that got immediately towards that reaction. It's not like it's your fault where where they're from.
1: Exactly. I didn't choose this. I've grown used to it though, it hardly bothers me at this point. Twenty-five years of abuse for how you look and it starts to mean nothing after a while.
0: That's true. Plus if it really bothers you, there are objects that can be enchanted to make you appear as someone else.
1: I have picked up that trick. I know there are some magics that can disguise yourself, and if people are particularly off-put by it, I can change my form. However, at this point, I've decided why be angry about it and why not embrace it. People are going to dislike you regardless, so you might as well enjoy yourself, and to the Nine Hells with everybody else who doesn't agree.
0: That's a very good way of looking at things. I admire that.
1: Oh, I thank you. Not many people admire me for much. But, yes, as I said, it makes it easier to not give a damn what others think.
0: As if you're trying to intimidate some poor fool who's ridiculously superstitious, I have actually used the disguise as a tiefling before and found it very effective.
1: Oh, yes, if you pick up some of the more minor magics to, you know, Make lights and smoke appear and things like that. You can make yourself appear very devilish. And, uh, it's great for the common folk.
0: So, so much fun wa- watching some of the more pompous members of different races run screaming with their tail between their legs, metaphorically speaking.
1: <laughs> oh, yes, it is. It is a satisfying sound, to say the least.
0: Yes, and I've won more than a few bets using that, Tridic.
1: I should get in on that. I should see. Should make more bets with my appearance and seeing what I can do with that. It's a good idea. Always looking for ways to earn extra coin and that's one.
0: It's all about owning who you are and what you're good at. Exactly. What have you learned so far about what Stradad has been doing here?
1: That we're not sure of fully. We know he's got a keen interest in a woman in our traveling party from Barovia. Her and her brother seem to have some sort of inkling of Strahd and what he is so we've been sort of moving them around to try and keep them safe Um, Strahd himself has appeared once before us to basically charge us with keeping her safe not sure why still working that one out
0: find yourself in a strange situation my friend
1: and it gets stranger by the day some birds are getting us to save a winery that's a weird one
0: Never thought I'd hear that sentence.
1: I never thought I would either, and I didn't want to help, because the birds didn't say anything. They just squawked at us and followed down the road. However, the compatriots I am traveling with are of good hearts and sometimes sound minds and chased after them. Lo and behold, we find a winery being overtaken by these weird plant creatures. So very confusing.
0: It's rather confusing indeed. How did you meet these traveling companions?
1: Uh, when I was at the Vistani camp, they happened to be traveling along the roads for whatever reasons they were, and this was outside the mists and coming in for a night's rest. They all figured it would be better to be in a crowd with the Vistani. It seems apparently not many people outside of the mists know of them, so there's no preconceived notion, so they all came in, we had a nice dinner, heard the story from Stanimir, and somehow we were suddenly on a road in Barovia.
0: Very strange. I wondered if he did that on purpose, or... it's not very often a story can literally transport you somewhere.
1: Yes, it's been intimated... Through other Vistani inside Barovia, such as Madame Eva, if you've met her, that is sort of what Stanimir does to appease Strahd, bring him new toys, for lack of a better term.
0: And I already don't like this person.
1: Yes, if I do get out of here, I have some very, very strong words for him. Most of them probably not appropriate for the children of the camp.
0: And coming from a Barovian, they could probably have much more lasting impacts than from someone else
1: oh believe me i have a few drafts of what i'm going to say and i'm going to lace it with the most powerful magics that i have i don't want to kill him but i want to hopefully make sure he doesn't do that again
0: if i ever get out of here as well make sure to let me know so i can see this
1: i will find a way to record it for you if i can
0: I'm starting to think I might have been brought here by similar circumstances. So everything is fuzzy, and I'm not used to that.
1: Yes, as I said, it's not fun to be in a place that you didn't choose to be.
0: Fortunately, life has a funny way of putting in situations, whether you want to be in them or not.
1: Yes, I, truly, I should be used to the bad luck by now. But life finds ways to surprise you.
0: That it does. You just have to make the best of it that you can.
1: Or try to, at least. This probably wouldn't have been as enjoyable an adventure had I not met those folks on the road.
0: If you've been forced to deal with this yourself, you'd probably be dead by now.
1: Oh, most likely. But that or I'd just be holed up with Vistani, just waiting things out.
0: Understandable. So have you been on any other adventures that were maybe more enjoyable than this one?
1: None quite as life threatening as this. Traveling with a circus for the better part of a decade. You get around. I've seen Waterdeep, Neverwinter, Baldur's Gate. Been to every. pretty much every of the major cities in the Sword Coast. Um, But as far as adventures and fighting and devils and vampires, this is. this is the most harrowing adventure I've been on.
0: What tops off, you've been on more harrowing than. Being sent to straight out as a plaything, I'd be concerned as to how you were doing, or who in the world you angered.
1: Oh, I figured I'd have angered one of the gods by fact of my birth, and that's probably what this curse is. If I do get out, I hopefully am just going straight back to the circus. I think I'm done adventuring.
0: You keep mentioning a curse.
1: Oh, a circus, sorry. Just traveling performers.
0: It's been. A, I always enjoyed watching the circus.
1: It is a fascinating thing to see, even more so behind the scenes. You think it's just a couple of people in fancy makeup doing silly things, but there's a lot of work and dedication to it. I admire a lot of the people I knew and worked with.
0: I know I traveled with one for a very short period of time. They had this weird something haunting and harassing them, so they brought me along to fix it. Turned out it was just some. All the enchanted artifact that was creating some weird hallucinatory effect. This was easy enough to deal with once I figured out what it was.
1: Well, thankfully, that was never a trouble or concern for our troop. We mainly stuck to just your standard stuff. I mean, there was magic and tricks, but no cursed artifacts. Don't know how well we would have done with those.
0: Someone wasn't even cursed. It was just a very poorly made enchantment that wasn't working the way it was supposed to. It acted like it was cursed, but it more freaks people out than anything.
1: See that's what it'll get you it's the faulty enchantment. That's probably why they could get it for so cheap. It only looks cursed.
0: Yeah, so had a very strongly worded conversation with the proprietor.
1: I'm sure you gave them more than a near
0: I did, because I accidentally got sucked into another situation that was not fun.
1: What is it with people and making things that can just drag people into other realms or planes? Seems like something you shouldn't just put in another object and leave laying around.
0: Some people are just assholes.
1: That's probably the truest thing I've ever heard.
0: And that person in particular ended up getting imprisoned for something else, and every once in a while when he's about to get out, I go and dig up evidence of something else he did. So he's been there for a while. And we'll probably be there for a while.
1: At least he's serving some sort of justice at this point.
0: Yes. Sometimes you have to find your own justice.
1: I am not looking forward to the day justice comes back and finds me, because I'm sure that's not going to be fun.
0: Justice for what, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Oh, who knows? I've lied, cheated, and stolen from enough people to make a living so far that I'm sure... Those tiny injustices are adding up to something unfortunate.
0: You are certainly not the first and you will not be the last. It's actually very common. I've done some sealing myself.
1: Well, when the jobs run short and you need to eat, you're not just going to starve.
0: Exactly. Also, sometimes, some people they have things that they shouldn't have, and that's the best way to make sure they don't accidentally get themselves killed.
1: Or they just have something they won't notice is missing. That's the way I've always looked at it. Got 17 silvered candelabras in your house. So you're not going to miss it if you only have 15.
0: That's a very specific example.
1: Look, I may have stolen a couple candelabras from a house that hired me to perform for their wedding. That's beside the point now. I'm sure the statute of limitations has gone up on that one. It was probably 16 when that would happened, or at least 16 when that specific one happened.
0: I'm sure no one noticed. Plus, if you ever get in any serious trouble for one of those deaths, there's a good chance that wherever you are, if you tell them you're a friend, the does, they'll let you off easy. Because there's probably someone there who owes me a favor.
1: <laughs> well, I will be sure to pull that card out if ever needed. But also the good thing about being a bard is that you're never in town for too long, so by the time they notice, you're usually six towns over
0: and bards have a wonderful habit of turning their ways into and out of all sorts of situations.
1: Oh, well, believe me, I've done that a time or two as well. Just a magic-laced word here, a honey-soaked phrase there, and uh, in and out without anybody even realizing it.
0: So I've had a number of jobs where I made sure to bring a bard along.
1: Oh yes, and being a tiefling myself, the tail helps. It keeps people distracted, makes sleight of hand so much easier.
0: I imagine that would be helpful to trip up anyone who's attempting to pursue you.
1: Use it for that. You knock over a waste bin when somebody's chasing after you, or you just use it to hold something. Everybody thinks that's a neat little trick, and they don't notice your other hand sneaking something into your pocket.
0: See, I'm like a very sneaky one indeed. I have a feeling I should keep an eye on my wallet.
1: Oh, don't worry about that. I would never... Rob, somebody who's given me such a polite conversation. I usually save it for those that have more than they need or those that have. And from the looks of it, you're neither. You're quite a pleasant person for the night.
0: Appreciate that. Plus, I've got a few words on my wallet. It would not end very well for you.
1: Yes, th- that is also part of it as well. Uh, you are quite the capable looking adventurer, so I know when not to test my grounds. It's one thing to steal from a noble, it's another to steal from a fellow adventurer.
0: That's true, that is true. Unless that adventurer is also an soul.
1: Yes, but then I usually wait until they're asleep. Other adventurers tend to have ways to either sniff out the tricks I'm pulling or stop them from happening completely.
0: How hard are you getting along with this new group you're with?
1: It's been strange. I'm not used to traveling with people. Of their kind, at least. The circus is a different beast altogether, seeing as they're all performers, so we all have a common thing bringing us together. And the only thing bringing our group together is happenstance at the point. But they've been oddly charming, put it in a certain way.
0: Think you will travel with them once you're out of this situation?
1: I'm not a man who usually thinks that far ahead, but we will see. I'm not sure where everybody's heading after this. I'm sure our dear Lydia uh, would, would like to go back home. As for Gul'dan and Sefri, they seem like traveling sorts, so I'm not sure where they'll go. But our focus is on staying alive for the moment.
0: I take it there's quite a few beings in this world that are also trying to kill you?
1: Yes, we've done our best to stay out of trouble, but when you're strangers in a foreign land, you're bound to make an enemy here or there.
0: That is true.
1: And again, with the whole Strahd being aware of us and knowing who we are, that doesn't make it easy to sleep at night.
0: It does not. I'm thankful I don't think he's quite yet realized I'm here.
1: Yes, let's hope he doesn't notice until at least we're done with our conversation. I hate it to be so rudely interrupted, but as confident as I am in my abilities, I know for certain I'm not at a point where I could take him on.
0: Oh, he's quite the challenge to beat and apparently really hard to kill it seems or at least permanently kill
1: so it seems that's our group's main focus right now is finding these supposed items that are supposed to help against him so we're looking to collect those and then after that i don't know maybe have a nice dinner chat with the lord himself
0: This is the first I've heard of such items. Where did you hear of them?
1: That Madame Ava, a woman, she's with the Vistani. She's a fortune teller. She seemed to give us these vague prophecies of things that may or may not help us against him.
0: Prophecies are always annoyingly vague.
1: Of course. So yes, we are not clear on what they are. And we're also not clear on where they are. Even the help of the locals hasn't located most of it for us. Uh, we do know that one of the things is in Kresk, so that's our current destination after we leave here.
0: Hmm. What were these prophecies?
1: Something about friends we can find, weapons to fight against him, uh, the history of Strahd himself, like where we are destined to fight him, things like that. Um, these are all apparently very important artifacts, but as you said, prophecies are annoyingly vague.
0: They have a habit of coming true in the way you least expect them.
1: Quite. In fact, we did solve one of the prophecies in finding a tome that has the history of Strahd in it, so that has helped us somewhat, at least piece together what's going on.
0: Oh, once you're done with that, I might be interested to read that myself.
1: I will have to see if I can pry it from our wizard, because he enjoys his books and is a very stubborn individual at times, so I'll see what I can do
0: I feel that is true of most wizards
1: especially when it comes to those books
0: that is where they learn most of their magic, so I do try not to begrudge them that much
1: I never found the time on how you could just read a book and figure out how a spell works, although I suppose he's equally as confused at how playing a violin Makes magic happen.
0: Magic works for different people in different ways. There's not always a rhyme or reason to why it will work one way for one person and another way for another.
1: It is the strangest thing, isn't it? It's, it is somewhat fascinating. I just don't have the time or patience for actual research and study.
0: Neither do I. I have friends who are researching at the foreign and they let me know the more important things that they learn.
1: See, that's what I need, is a couple of minions to do the hard work for me. That would be lovely.
0: piece of advice when trying to find them is don't call them minions. They're not fond of that. Well, of
1: course you don't call them to their face. Assistants, associates.
0: Being a bard, you can probably smooth that over, of course.
1: I'll figure out a way. Just call them minions to myself. Ooh, or make sure they don't know Infernal, and I can call them minions in Infernal. They'll think they have a cool demonic nickname. But really, they're just getting called minions. That's a way to do it. Sorry. But
0: it is, unless they find someone who speaks and ask them what the word means.
1: That's a good point. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'll have to think of that when I have time. Unfortunately, this place doesn't leave you much room for dreams or aspirations. It's mostly just surviving
0: surviving and not being turned into Stradar's next favorite plaything. Exactly. Yes, being in his domain is not a place anyone ever wants to be.
1: It would be fine if it was just more lively. There's just nothing. People are so downtrodden and given up. There's nothing to do. There's no music here, no entertainment. I understand it's a poor rural country, but for the life of me, except for those dreadful ceremonies in Balaki. there's nothing going on in this country.
0: Perhaps learning some of the history of Strad will help clear it up why it is that way for you.
1: I mean, it's hard to be cheerful in a land ruled by a vampire, I'm sure, but huh, maybe it's just the bard in me that expects more out of people.
0: Perhaps you can bring that to this country. Help them find that liveliness, help them rediscover the joy of music and celebration.
1: I've done so with the children at different orphanages. They're still fun and lively. The world hasn't beaten it out of them yet. As far as the adults go, they're mostly just after people to get things done for them.
0: Children are always more preferable to spend time with than adults. They do not yet know what the world thinks that they should believe.
1: Exactly. There's still slight innocence to them. They still get excited about things.
0: And they're not as off-put, I would expect, by the the demonic eyes and the horns and the tail.
1: Oh no, they think that's fascinating. They don't have any of the preconceived notions yet. Nobody knows they're supposed to be afraid of me until the mother pulls them aside on the street and shields them from me. Until then, I'm just the guy with the horns and the puppets.
0: You play with puppets.
1: I don't play with puppets, I create art with puppets. It's been a favorite of mine, they're easy and affordable to make, so I have quite a collection that I've made, and whenever I have some time between performances or while traveling, I enjoy putting on puppet shows on side streets for a little coin or for kids. That was mainly what I did while with the circus, it's a little side panel, keep kids distracted and entertained while the adults went to the more sinful shows that we had.
0: And i pretty that I've too often seen the backlash of children and accidentally wandering into those shows. of taking Girdow up to be rather strange in tastes.
1: Mm-hmm. Believe me, it still happens, but it helps to have somebody who is specifically doing kids' entertainment. And as poor an outlook I have on most people, it is nice to see people receptive of your work. Plus, again, that tale comes in handy as a good third hand for puppets or monsters that need to just come bouncing in.
0: I can imagine. Children also have that wonder that adults have seemed to have lost.
1: Yes, I don't have to be as outlandish with my magics and song to impress kids. You know, the minor illusions that most basic casters know its more than enough to delight a child. Whereas with the other ones, it needs to be something big and rash, something showy, which is exhausting.
0: Very exhausting.
1: I do miss getting to perform a little bit. I haven't had as much time to do it here in Barovia.
0: Busy trying not to die and trying to figure out how to get out of here?
1: Yes, and you don't exactly get a lot of downtime. It's, you finish up one thing for somebody else, and then all of a sudden the next person, there's apparently a whole queue of people waiting to ask you to do things for them.
0: Yes, I've been avoiding that cue, Like I said, I don't want Straddard to know I'm here.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, that's what I assume drew Strad's ire to us, is that we were out doing things. Doesn't seem like too many people travel the roads.
0: Uh, those that do tend to go missing.
1: Exactly. Whether it be the wolves or... supposed well, it's mostly the wolves.
0: Straddard's always had an own affinity for them.
1: They are lovely creatures when they're not trying to rip out your throat, however, it seems every wolf I've encountered here in Barovia has been trying to rip out my throat, so my opinion of them is dwindling.
0: It's just these particular ones, they're under the sort of influence. If you get them far enough away from them for long enough, they're much more amenable.
1: Oh well, yes, we had a few with us in the troop, just because it's not often you see a wolf up close that isn't trying to kill you, so... They were quite the attraction, part of the petting zoo we had. And those those two were lovely pets to have around. The ones feral, they were fairly calm.
0: Hopefully, if we can get rid of Strad here, hopefully things will go back to whatever they were like before he came here.
1: For a time at least, but if you if it's as you say that he returns every couple years, I have my doubts that this land will ever truly be free, but uh, it may sound callous, my only concern is escaping.
0: Thankfully, he does not always return to the same place. I've known some tricks to keep him from coming back here. Unfortunately, I'm not sure how much I can help to get rid of him, but once he's gone, I can see what I can do to protect his plan.
1: Interesting. Well, I will leave that up to you then. Hopefully my friends and I are able to do the heavy lifting and then keeping him out. I'm sure it's no small task either.
0: No, it is not. And In the meantime, I will do what I can to get the innocents away. Get people to safety and see if there's any strings I can tuck loose in his hold.
1: It seems that's all we can do at this point is chip away at whatever little whatever little we can and hope for the best, as it were.
0: Yeah, well... With that, with those prophecies, it sounds like there's much more for you to do, and much more that you will be able to do in the future.
1: Yes, unfortunately, it seems I'm too far in it now to truly back out.
0: But just imagine, traveling as the bard and the hero who defeated Stradad. Perhaps you'll have fewer parents pulling their children in way.
1: I don't too much intend to make myself the hero of the story. One, I like my anonymity to a an extent. And two, some of my compatriots are much more deserving of that spot than I am. They do a lot more for the people than I do.
0: Life has a funny way of making heroes out of the most unexpected, whether you want it to or not.
1: It's starting to sound a bit like Sefri herself. She's very adamant that I'm a good person, but we'll see about that one.
0: I think there's a good person in there somewhere. You may like to hide it like most bards, but... For someone who cares so much for children, there's got to be some good in you.
1: Don't you start. First I have to deal with them telling me I'm a good person, now I have to deal with the stranger telling me. Any more of that and I'll start to believe it.
0: that be so bad.
1: It might be. You live your life thinking one thing for so long, it's not exactly easy to accept it when people are telling you another thing.
0: Does that have to be bad, though? Change can be a good thing.
1: It's just different. I won't say the feelings that Sefri has brought up have been entirely bad or unwanted. They're just foreign to me.
0: Uh, Don't worry, my friend. I'm sure you will get used to them in time. If your friends are anywhere near as stubborn as I think they are.
1: Oh no, she is. She very much is. Her and Lydia both, and Gul'dan, they're the three stubbornest people I've ever met. In good ways.
0: I guess time will show if they're the more stubborn than you are.
1: Probably. You know, the small one, Lydia, tried to stand up to Strahd so that she wouldn't kill our friend Gul'dan. A little halfling woman ran in front of the half-orc to protect him. I ran, seeing that courage was somewhat uplifting.
0: Perhaps there is hope for you yet.
1: Maybe. For now, I'm just doing what I can to keep them from stumbling into harm's way, as they like to do. That's honestly been the most vexing part. Forget friendship and feelings of camaraderie. The most frustrating thing is that they don't think. They just like to walk in to every situation, just sure they're going to help, and do whatever they can to help. Guess
0: it's a good thing they have you, then.
1: <laughs> if only they ever listen to me. I may be stuck in my ways of being paranoid and unsure of people, but it's kept me alive, has it not? At least that's my reasoning.
0: Alive, yes, but there's a difference between being alive and truly living. A certain amount of paranoia is good.
1: I'd say I've lived a certain amount, but a man who's lived the life that I have has reason to be untrustworthy of others. They just and go up to everybody.
0: Perhaps they have something to learn from you, and you have something to learn from them.
1: It's hard to deny that they have had an effect on me, but it is infinitely vexing to watch them just charge into everything. Although they have been nice enough to let me talk options,
0: it's good to hear. as much as I would love to stay and speak longer, I'm concerned if I stare. Much longer with some of the stares I'm getting. straight out going to find out that I'm here.
1: Oh, of course. I wouldn't want to keep you any longer for that. And as I said, I would hate for him to show up now.
0: Oh, don't worry. He's not stupid enough to do that once he knows I'm here. But it's much easier for me to be of use if he has no idea that I'm in the area.
1: Well, then I'm at least glad to have... Met you for as brief a time as we did, Ezra. It was nice to have a break and a warm conversation with a stranger for once. certainly been a breath of fresh air in Barovia.
0: It's been a pleasure meeting you as well, and I'll try and keep an eye to see if I can lend a hand. But I'm afraid I must go back to the shadows where I do my best work.
1: Well, hopefully we will see each other again, as it were.
0: I do believe we shall once Strad is dead, and next time we meet, Stradd is on me.
1: Oh, you don't want to make that promise to me, because I will hold you to-
0: well, defeat Stradd, you will have earned it. Tales of Adventure is directed and produced by me, Brianna Teuber, as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network. The music is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To see more of his work, visit his website at chesterstudios.net. Find out more about Pseudonym Social by visiting our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. If you like what I'm doing and would like to support this podcast, please go to patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial and choose one of the tiers connected to Tales of Adventure. You can also leave a review on iTunes to make our show easier to find for those who need it.